Welcome to BR Football Ranks, live from Notre Dame, Indiana, home of the Fighting Irish. And we are joined by a very, very special guest. Champions League hero, Derby Day hero, cult hero, now our hero and a rank squad hero, Divock Origi. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, you very much for joining us. Is that good enough? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Ranking the heroes to begin with. That's, uh, that's what we're going Origi for. number one. Yeah. Divock, first question, quite an easy one, I reckon. How is life as a European champion? Man, it's lovely. <laughs> I enjoy uh, winning a Champions League as a kid's dream. So just, uh, but as a footballer, the thing now we started pre-season. So focusing on the next, uh, but I certainly enjoy the, the, the vacation. Oh, you're actually finally getting to that point where you have to forget about the Champions League finals. You've got other games to worry about now. Exactly. We have uh, a group that's hungry for more, you know, and, 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 and so as a player, you need to focus on the next. I think after my career will be a time where I can fully daily enjoy it. How many times have you watched the, uh, the goal back? I've seen it come by on Instagram, like on my feed, a lot of times. So maybe like fifty or sixty times. <laughs> Is that because you're pressing refresh? I don't know. It keeps popping off. So, <laughs> and I'm, you're completely okay with that. I imagine. I'm cool with that. I mean, look, it's become it's propelled even further this cult hero status that you have. We've seen people with tattoos. You know, we've seen all sorts. It must be you know, a very special feeling to have that kind of status around Merseyside. Yeah, it's uh, it's humbling to see that uh, I have such a special place in, in people's heart, and that you made been able to make such a difference you know in the in the, in the final and, and even before so that was cool so everyone's going to talk about that goal for you like that's how you're known now around the world but there must be other big moments in your career that also stand out in your head so give us three rank three things that also stand out in your head from your career that are up there with that goal I say the goal in the World Cup when I was 19 uh, qualified us for the quarterfinals my first call up for the World Cup that was big for me. And then uh, I'd say the, the Dortmund game, which at home was uh, very special. It was kind of like a remontada as well. So that was cool. What about the uh, the goal you scored at Goodison Park? The, yeah, the mad goal. That was, uh, well, I've scored uh, a couple of goals against Everton. But I think the, the, the 90 plus 6 one, if you, if you want to call it like that, was the most special one, yeah. You've got a habit now of coming up clutch when, when Liverpool need you. Uh, is that something that we're going to see more of, I imagine? I hope so. I'm going to do my best, so we'll see. Jack was telling me a story earlier on. His brother calls you Havoc Origi because when you're on the pitch, you cause havoc. What do you think of that nickname? <laughs> well, that's dope. That's cool. <laughs> and you take, it, take it and run with it. It's all yours now. But um, yeah, cool. he's like, everything, every time he comes on, things happen. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely oh, right. We're expecting havoc on the back of your shirt for this, uh, this season. This yeah? season. Let's yeah. talk with the kit, man. Let's see. <laughs> Any other nicknames around Liverpool that you've already got? They call me Div, really, so... Uh, but you happy with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Do you prefer <laughs> Havoc? <laughs> well, I expect you to go upstairs and be like, lads, got a new nickname. <laughs> Havoc. <laughs> and uh, I expect you all to run with this. No, I'll, I'll stick with Div, it's cool. <laughs> so, so is the Champions League final goal the, yeah. the biggest moment? Like, is that come out on top? Uh, I'd say it's, it's on the biggest stage. In, yeah. the, in, the, in the Champions League final, it's, uh, it's one of the biggest stages in the world. And to be able to score there again was, was special, yeah. Yeah. When you wake up in the mornings, <laughs> are you thinking about it still? How long does a memory like that, like, is it the only thing you think about? Uh, I would ooh. retire if I was you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is I scored, I scored that goal early, so you still have a lot to, to do. And I love the game so much. It's like, I just want to achieve more because that feeling is just, 
kind of like addictive. Yeah. So uh, and seeing what it means to the people. Uh, so yeah, it gave me even more hunger. Tell me some mad things that have happened when people have seen you since then. Like people must gr- like, do they hug you in the street? What have you had? Man, I've been back and uh, sometimes people like I'm driving and I didn't tint my window, so they stop and they're like waving and and it happens every day basically. So you see a lot of things like those, even the tattoos and stuff like that, uh, which is fun to see that people enjoy, you know. You can't, man can't even go shopping anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can't can't get to the grocery store. That's difficult. I went to Foot Locker once to get some running shoes, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't too too good. <laughs> it wasn't successful. <laughs> it wasn't successful. Didn't I couldn't get my shoes. Didn't Furious. get. I had to go. I had to leave. Yeah. I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like preseason? The atmosphere must be obviously electric, given what happened last year. What are preseason tours like? Like, is this a you know, a bit of a laugh as well as obviously an extremely important exercise in terms of getting back together. Yeah, it's good that we have some guys in the team that we can have some banter and, and joke around and getting to know each other. Um, and then on the pitch, we we work hard, like trainings are hard. It's meant for us to be uh, to be tough and for the legs to be tired so that in the season you're good. Uh, so now it's just a mental thing, uh, training every day. Come on then, next ranking, the three most entertaining teammates. Who are the funniest in the dressing room? Wow. Uh, <laughs> in all teams I played in. No, no just in, a Liverpool. in Liverpool's just in dressing Liverpool. room now, yeah. Uh, I'd say Studge, but he's gone. Yeah. Uh, Genie. Genie's entertaining. Genie Wijnaldum, yeah. And in what way? Why is Genie entertaining? He's, he's, he's just very happy always. So, And he'll make some funny remarks. He is constantly smiling, isn't he? He's constantly smiling. Have have you ever seen him not smiling? (laughs) Not really. Not really. (laughs) He always has good vibes and he's always happy. So that's cool. It's good to have him in the team. And then, as last, I'd say, hmm, Robo brings a lot of good vibes as well. Yeah. He's free. He's laughing always. So it's cool as well. Give us one more because Sturridge isn't at Liverpool anymore. Just give us one more. There must be a prankster, someone who's doing things. Prankster. Verge. Virgil, very, very yeah. is a prankster. He loves a joke. He's he's very um, open and uh, lives, la- likes to to make people feel good. So yeah, how do you, you expect g- that? No, I was yeah, I was expecting a very serious character. Oh yeah, on the pitch he's different. He's a leader. Um, he's he communicates a lot, but off the pitch, like he likes to joke around. Everyone makes everyone makes everyone feel comfortable. So that's cool. How does the uh, squad feel about James Milner's social media game? Ah. <laughs> uh, it's reflective of who he is. Like, <laughs> just a funny guy. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a bit of like different on and off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Off the pitch is just, yeah, it's just a funny guy. His hashtags are good. Man, they're crazy. I don't know how he does it. but <laughs> And Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain as well seems to, uh, seems to have a good laugh too. Yeah, Ox, Ox is fun. Uh, even when there's like music and stuff going on, he will be the first to like start dancing and making jokes and stuff. So he's cool. I got a question about Virgil. So I've read before that he wears a lot of aftershave when he plays, so he smells good. Is that true? I haven't noticed that actually. <laughs> smell him for the, before the next game. Uh, I'll, I'll try and smell him less than see. <laughs> I've had I've had forwards say like it's it's really annoying because not only can I not get past him, he also still smells good. Man, he's he's well unbelievable. What's it, what's it like training against him? Must be a nightmare as a striker. When you play against him, you just need to focus extra hard. Because his position game is positioning is, is crazy, and then his physical attributes are, are good as well. So, in training, it's a challenge, but it makes you better. So it's cool. 
you know, you're coming and people are saying he's the best defender in the world potentially right now, and you're training up against him every day. So if you can get past him in training, then you've got a chance on match days against anyone. Yeah, that's the way I think. So I'll just try to get past him, and then it's, it's good for the season. What about, I've asked everyone this, so this is my favourite question. Who's the dressing room DJ? And is there a massive fight about this? Because we've spoken to other people who are like, it was always a battle to get on the Orcs cable. Who's calling the tunes? Ooh, I think, I put, some, I put a lot of music in the, in the dressing room. Um, DJ Havoc. DJ Havoc. Oscar. <laughs> what what got, kind of stuff you've got? got a real ring to that, hasn't it? Hip-hop, R&B, um, a bit of both, yeah. So I mean, we're going to do a ranking, obviously. Rank your three favourite artists right now. Man, uh, I like the keys. I like Drake, of course, Legend, and hmm, who's good at the moment? Um, J Cole released a new album, so he's cool. Who's like, got the worst music taste at Liverpool? Wow, uh, yeah, Millie sometimes brings <laughs> some, some crazy songs. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, it was the one we were all expecting. I knew it. Yeah, that's such a shame. It is a shame. It really. Is. We were expecting it, but it's yeah, a shame. It was to have it. Yeah, that wasn't yeah, one. Of that them. wasn't one of them. Well, thank you so much, Dewalt. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, um, and welcome to the Rank Squad. It's yeah. a it's a position that you now hold. Uh, you're up front for us now. So, yeah, you're uh, excited about this signing. <laughs> you, you're now part of our team. There's our shirt over there. You're going to be probably wearing that one though <laughs> oh definitely i'm honored i'm honored. havoc 29 <laughs> on the back we're gonna be uh 27 gonna be 27. <laughs> 27 27 thanks so much man appreciate thanks, it thanks, man. cheers man cool, cool. welcome back to be art football ranks we are still in the university of notre dame after a wonderful interview with divok Origi. but we're coming to the end of our chicago trip sam uh, and we've been to three games, a baseball game and two football games. We went to see the Chicago Cubs against the Cincinnati Reds. We went to see Chicago Fire against Columbus Crew. And we went to see Chivas de Guadalajara against Fiorentina. Good spice on that, Jack. Good Ooh. spice. I'm, a, I'm full of talent. Uh, and <laughs> I want you to rank for me the three games in terms of the experience, I think, mate. Yeah, the experience, definitely. Not the actual game. Yeah, well, we well, know, yeah, we we know, know, every, we know I hate baseball, so what's the point <laughs> in that? But um, yeah, fitting, obviously, that we would do a ranking and we would try and surmise or summarise our time uh, in Chicago with this. So... Starting at number three, and this is based on the experience that we had. And to be fair, they were all great. Like We yeah, had, we had, we had a wicked all time at all of them. Um, but someone has to come last, and uh, it's uh, Chivas against Fiorentina. It was still awesome. We spent the first half with Chivas, fantastic atmosphere. Second half with Fiorentina, basically just moved around the stadium at will. Much more reserved over there, but some, saw some really old school shirts. Yeah, there's some really, really cool shirts. Really cool, like about. a lot of Batistuta. Luca Toni. We saw some uh, Totti as well, like all different clubs as well, all just kind of converging. And mm-hmm. you, it was like a proper trip down like 90s Avenue into Football Italia. There was a Borgia Valero shirt, and I'm, for one, have almost unlimited tons of time for that. Basically. Yeah, so that was good. I mean, I'm not saying that the best thing about the game was the shirts <laughs> but they were but, but they were pretty it's so cool to go to, to walk around and see all that that collection it's like when I went when I went to the NFL at, at Wembley yeah. you see all 32 teams represented it's just it's just quite cool uh, so into two Cubs v Reds we spoke about it in the previous pod so I won't go back over it but like didn't have any idea what was going on don't really like the sport but I had a really good time. Yeah, the experience yeah, was great. We chatted with everyone. We took some lessons from baseball that we can apply to football. We just had a really nice time. Really nice it evening. was a good experience. We went to the Sluggers Bar afterwards as well. And went to we went to go and try the batting cages, but the queue was too long. So that yeah, was also yeah. the balls looked quite fast. I wasn't really fancying it. I don't think you'd be able to hit any baseball. I will. I will challenge you on that. If I'm sober, I could do it. 
<laughs> so it makes, number one it means in at one is gonna is Chicago Fire against Columbus Crew. I mean, so you're gonna have to caveat this. We, like, it wasn't that many people there, but we had a really really good time. Yeah, we tailgated. We got caught in some kind of like biblical monsoon. Uh, we were stood outside under a canopy and then all of a sudden we were like in one inch of water and our bags were leaking and we were like, what the hell is going on? The Chicago weather's really taken us by surprise. Yeah, that parking lot was absolute chaos. We it just... became a river. It was a parking lot and then it was a river and then it was a parking we're lot. We were having again. a lovely time, weren't we? Standing there in the sunshine chatting to the, the fans from Section 8 of Chicago Fire. The ultras. And then having a beer with them they, they brought along and given to us and then all of a sudden we were literally... Oh, you gone for a swim? We, yeah, we were so... <laughs> Dean was in flip-flops, actually. <laughs> she kind of worked out quite well. I was well. in my sliders, yeah. That's um, changed that. But we, we, we joined the Ultras, um, so that's what made it such a good experience, really. Yeah. I mean, we saw four goals. It yeah. was two, we were behind it, the goal with, it with was, the lads, lads and ladies. Dean's fun. always behind the goal. Dean was home. He felt at home. I but felt we, so yeah. comfortable there. We sang, we sang the songs, uh, sang songs, and Jack tried to get on the drum. He wasn't allowed. Yeah. Um, I was sad about that. That yeah. did actually knock off an experience point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, we got, the and then we got the party bus back into the centre with the, the Beer bus, as well, as they the call beer it. Bus. Yeah, it was pretty awesome too. Yeah, it was uh, actually. That was decent. I had a really good time. As we all know, I love MLS, um, but Steve I Jones haven't MLS correspondent. I haven't experienced that's my dream job. Um, I haven't this actually experienced a game like that. I've never done tailgating before an MLS game mm. and taking it all in. And as you say, there wasn't that many fans at the fire game. Right? Things not going brilliantly for them on the pitch at the moment. Obviously, it affects things. Um, but that almost made it better for us because we were able to just kind of roam and, and introduce ourselves. It was the hardcore. Ourselves. Like the people that were at that game were so, loved that club so much and it means everything I think to that's them. it. Like, we really at the bottom, took that. At yeah. the bottom of, of, of when things are going so badly, you find out who the real people who yeah. you know have the club in their heart They're are. They're the life and, we and met, soul of the club. And we met those people yesterday and we had such a good time. The guy, yeah, the guy that stood in the tower for the first half and led the chance in the ultra section, he drove two hours from Milwaukee to go there. And give it, look at where Chicago Fire are in the table. Consider the fact that it was an evening midweek game. And he does it every single time because he just loves it. I was blown away by that. He That's was right. awesome. What a guy. Big shout out to Nicole for setting it up as well. Like, yeah, thank you great. so much Thanks to Section 8. We had a, we had a really, really good time. Yeah. Yes. Your scarf is now hung in the BR office, or it will be, it very, will shortly. be very shortly. Look, and obviously as part of it, we met a lot of people that we are calling the Yank Squad, but basically we've been out there asking people questions. Lucky dip vibes. Lucky dip vibes, yeah. They, everyone had to kind of pick a number and we would then give them a question which would typically have been on our roulette wheel. And we got some good stuff. We asked everybody for their name and their favourite player of all time and we got back some interesting answers. Here's what they said. My name is Patrick Stanton. My favourite player of all time is... Uh, it got weird when he signed in MLS and didn't go to the fire, but my favourite player of all time is Robbie Keane. It will always be Robbie Keane. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm still <laughs> living in Aquino Wonderland to this day. Which Premier League player would you sign for Chicago Fire and why? What do I want? I want Mo Salah because, one... I just want to watch him hang out in Chicago and, like, socialize with people and see him at Lakeshore Drive, like, on the beach in a Speedo. Like, that's why I want Mo Salah. He'll score 50 goals, and then we'll see him everywhere in Chicago live vicariously through how much he can enjoy a city that we didn't even know was this fun while we lived here. So, yeah, obviously, Mo, come on. But, like, an actual, like, I mean, I probably want maybe, like, Christian Eriksen. I mean, the Fire have always been missing a true number 10 creative player. Right now, we have a really good goal scorer in Amanda Nikolic, and CJ Sapong is a true finisher. If they were getting, like, a Christian Eriksen-type service, I would really like us to have that level of playmaker would really be special. My name is Carrie. My favorite player 
of all time. I'd have to say Megan Rapino, although like before. Before it was cool. Before it was cool. I'm one of the original obsessed with her. Would you give up one month's wage for the Chicago Fire to win MLS Cup? Of my personal money, <laughs> I will say yes if Nelson Rodriguez also gives up a month of his salary. John Carollo, my favorite player of all time. Jerzy Bobrovsky. Uh, Would you give up one month's wages to watch the Fire win the MLS Cup? Yes, although probably be a lot more than that to uh, fix this team but I don't really make much a month so it doesn't matter <laughs> would you give up your family your home and your car or whatever else you've got I, th- I think uh, my dad might might uh, might have to agree with it don't give up your family but on, on but how, how many months are we talking how desperate are we for success Ta- to fix the fire two full lifetimes would fix <laughs> oh no my name is Nicole Hack and my favorite Chicago fire player ever is Chris Rolfe a local celebrity has to join the fire. Who you got? Chance. Why? Because he has, like, Chicago flavor. He's the first person that came to my mind as a Chicago celebrity, and we need, need more culture in our community. All right, so Chance, he's going to come in. Chance the rapper. Where's he going to play? What position? Yeah, he's playing up top. He's going to score all the goals. I just think he wants it. Hey, my name is Nathan Thompson. My favorite player of all time is uh, Mike McGee. Legend. Rank squad legend. Legend. What is the worst thing about soccer in the U.S.? That's rough. I think the the insistence uh, right now about kind of Europhying everything about American soccer, every new club being uh, an FC or a United, I want a little more of uh, American culture in American soccer. There's the, like the ultra sections that pop up and stuff like that. There seems to be quite a lot manufactured. No, I don't think so. I think the, some of the newer teams, maybe like Atlanta, it definitely is very front office coordinated with them. A lot of the old school folks kind of do everything themselves. I know. I think that uh, manufactured is it's a good word for a lot of people, but not for everybody. Hi, guys. Uh, Marty Tomzak here. And my favorite soccer player of all time is Bafa Tembi Gomis. I love that answer. Why? <laughs> uh, I grew up watching Lyon a lot. Um, it was one of... The, the French League was one of the only ones that was available stateside. So after he moved from Saint-Étienne, played for Lyon in those days when they won like seven titles in a row... Just loved his laziness and the fact that he could score goals while playing half-assed was amazing. So That's the best reason I've ever heard for loving <laughs> that, a footballer. You are the only person ever to like a player for being lazy. I loved that Leon team so much. Michelle Bastos, the lads. That is, I think, the best answer we've ever had to anything on yeah. BR Football. Bastos right? is like 37 and he's still playing in the Brazilian second division. It's amazing. What a guy. All right, you get to change one rule in soccer. What is it? Get rid of the offside rule. Why? Whoa. It would make the game much more interesting, or at least tweak the offside rule where it's discretionary for a couple feet. I mean, the reason that it was introduced to begin with is that people were just smoking cigarettes next to the goalie and <laughs> knocking him in in the 60s, right? And um, that's not the case anymore. It's a game of slight margins now, and more scoring equals more excitement. So, I'm Maud. My favorite player of all time is Benoit Asuakoto. Why? Because I, I love... I've never ever heard anyone say that. <laughs> I love left backs, and nobody knows that he's different than Joakim Noah, who is my favorite basketball player of all time, so... You know, Benoit Asuakoto is famous for not liking football. He's the flakiest footballer I've ever met. No, he just, if he were good at doctoring, he would be a doctor because he wants to make the world a better place and he's stuck being good at being a left back. I love America so much. Okay, a local celebrity has to join the fire as a player. Who are you picking? Kanye West would be amazing because, like, dealing with his drama 
and how much he asked. I mean, it would be like, I refuse to play. I don't want to be here, but keep paying me money. What position would he play? He would be a very reluctant striker or the world's laziest center back. Just to clarify, we asked you which person you would want on your team. Yeah, so everything you've just said. Yeah, no, I'm a fire fan. We don't we don't sign players who perform well for our club. You're going to have to give me more on Benoit Sirkot. I want a story or something. So first, I kept a spreadsheet based on his hairstyle when he played matches and whether or not it correlated with whether he was wearing two of the same boot or two different boots and his performance stats based on that. Also, Is that, was there a hairstyle that performed best? The warrior bun. The warrior bun was full on the best with two separate boots. Okay. Also, he would just show up to bars in London unannounced, destroy everybody at foosball, and leave unannounced, and then play a match the next day. So this week, we caught up with an MLS legend, a Hall of Famer, played for the Fire, also played famously for LA Galaxy and for the New York Red Bulls, Mike McGee. He has played a lot of games in MLS. He has scored a lot of goals in MLS. And we asked him, as a Chicago native, to take us for one of their most famous dishes, a deep dish pizza. He took us to Giordano's and we asked him about some of the players he's played with and also what life is like in Chicago. Welcome back to BR Football Ranks. We are, as you might be able to hear, not in a studio. We are in Giordano's Pizza Restaurant with an MLS Hall of Famer. Mike McGee, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Ranks God, Mike. It's a, a pleasure to have you. Ah, thanks for having me. Do you want to give us a quick sort of recap of your career and, and, and how it kind of went down? Tell us how good you were, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Not that good, to be honest. Um, no, I'd have, I I'd think have, a lot of people would disagree with that yeah, statement. I, I, I had a blast. I played 14 years in MLS. I was uh, six with the New York Red Bulls, um, six, six and a half, seven years with LA Galaxy and a couple years of the fire. Um, won a couple cups in LA, got to play with some some English legends and Irish legends, as, as, you, as you love, Robbie Keane. Um, but I had an absolute blast. Chicago, New York, and L.A. are three of the, three of the best cities, so I, I had a good time. A Chicago guy, right? So yeah. good to come back and play. Was the fire the end of the career? Nice to cap it off. You know what? It, it was two of the last three years. Last year I ended in, in back with the Galaxy. Um, but, yeah, it was a childhood dream of mine was always to, always to play for the fire. You know, growing up we didn't we didn't have too much uh, soccer, as you guys call it, football on TV, but... Uh, you know, once the fire got a team, it was it was always a dream. So that was that was pretty cool. Did it live up to it? It did. Yeah, got MVP 2013 with with the fire. So that was that was brilliant and something I'll, I'll hands down here. Right? Yeah, it was it was it was a hell of a year. And um, you know, I'll probably take a grant for a little bit now. But when I'm when I'm old and can't move anymore, which which might be might be kind of soon. I'll, uh, <laughs> We're a long way off. I'll start telling some stories. Absolutely. And then now you've hung up your boots. What's the what's the plan? What's your kind of? We know that you have a vodka company. Yeah. What's the? How did that come about? And, and yeah, tell us the story. Yeah. So some teammates, uh, Landon Donovan, uh, Omar Gonzalez, and Todd Donovan a little bit. We take our win bonuses and um, we buy Louis the Thirteenth and stupid bourbon and whiskeys, and we'd only drink it after wins. So. I had a little bit of nostalgic, um, you know, feeling towards, and I just like, and I like getting drunk sometimes. <laughs> uh, it so, seems like a good, a good company to yeah, be yeah. in. Yeah, right. So uh, when I stopped playing, I, I wanted to create a spirit and, you know, was uh, torn between a, a bourbon or vodka, went with vodka and been, been doing that for 10 months. So it's been, it's been interesting and fun and challenging and um, um, I'm enjoying it. Harder than being a footballer? <laughs> 
No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's definitely different. Uh, you know, no one no it one feels wake, like a real joke. No, nobody wakes me up and makes me run like six miles every day. So, um, so it's 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 definitely as it's challenging and uh, it takes some getting used to. But no, soccer's soccer's a little. You still more play at all? You know what? Really rarely. I had a I had a hip injury, so I. Uh, you know, the, the, those days are gone, and people expect me to play at such a high level yeah. that when I go play, they're like, I can't move. So yeah, I gotta, to play. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't end up in a wheelchair. Just, yeah, just stay so away from I, I play with kids. I play with children and my, my, my kids and their friends and in the park and where, where I look really good against, like, nine-year-olds. And I, I can still dominate a, a kid's park. Sam does that as well. Yeah. We often have to go and collect him. We'll be like, what are you doing? He's like, I've beaten a load of nine-year-olds in the park again. I'm like, Sam, come back to the office. So one of the things that we're going to get you to do is a segment called Quick ranks, and basically, it's we're going to take those three players that you mentioned David Beckham, Steven Gerrard, and Robbie Keane obviously, three huge names, and we're going to get you to rank them on a load of different topics one to three. Um, so, we're going to hit, we're going to hit what could go wrong. So, we're going to hit you with them, and Sam's going to lead us off, uh, and we'll just sort of see where it goes, get a few stories, and, and hopefully, he'll spark some conversation. All right. Don't think about these too much, just five, five from the hip, uh, your broken hip. That's MLS it. career, top three, or rank them in order MLS career, Beckham, Gerard, Keane, what they achieved in the US game. Who are the best careers in right. MLS? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Robbie Keane, Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane, shit. <laughs> I was going to start listing them. I mean, I, I, I have no legs to stand on critiquing these three players. Let's make it clear. Um, I think Robbie Keane probably won the most championships, so we have to give him one. Um, Steven Gerrard was one of my favorite teammates of all time, so him and Beckham are tied for second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Be- Beckham literally, uh, I think MLS started the day he came to the league, so... Um, you know anything before that? I think the guys that played before that are gonna gonna hate me for saying it, but the day he got to the league, every year the league's kind of transcended into something no one would ever believe. So, um, nah, no, 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 I can't put any of those. And then I'm third. <laughs> that them two are first and they're second. Just but make I'm, it clear. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody's third. All right, we'll give you that one. Right. I can't have it again. Right. Now we'll go career in general. So, all all spectrums, international, all clubs. Uh, I'll put Kino third just because... He'll <laughs> accept that, I think. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put Kino third just because I love him. Let's go Let's go. Beckham, probably won the most trophies. I, so I reckon so, yeah. Put Beckham one, and then put, I'll put Stevie G two. And also, I guess, Beckham, the fact that he went and did it in so many different places as well. Yeah, and I and I have no clue what I'm talking about. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I know, think at least Beckham, like, obviously was a Premier League legend, but then he was like, oh, now I'm going to go and play yeah. at Real Madrid as well. And he also he, goes and plays at, like, AC Milan, PSG, yeah. comes over, transforms MLS. That, that's crazy. What five, five massive steps yeah. in, a, in, yeah. a, in a career that lasted, you know, no, forever. Yeah. I mean, he changed the game and the way people see the game. And, you know, for me personally, someone who played 14 years in MLS, like, I kind of owe a good chunk of my career to him because what do you... What money. You, what, exactly. <laughs> Not raise salaries and um, those win bonuses you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, owe, I owe him a couple bucks. I don't think he needs it, but yeah, I, 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 owe, I, I owe him for send, sure. Send him over a bottle of vodka. Yeah, 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 well up yeah. for that. Okay, rank the one to three funniest. Funniest. Kino's number one. Stevie G's number two, and Bex's Bex's number three. Why no banter? I think I think he just has to watch what he says so much because everything he says you're gonna you're gonna tell national everyone. news, yeah. right? Um, Kino just just doesn't care. He's he's <laughs> whether he's talking to the Pope or a you know a bathroom attendant, he doesn't care. He's gonna he's gonna be funny. Um, and then Stevie G's actually quietly pretty funny as well, but not not quite on uh, not quite on Kino's level. 
Fair enough. music to Jack's ears. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. sitting here grinning. That's the whole. <laughs> this podcast probably the video might be released, and it's just going to be a picture of me grinning for the whole thing. Like, yeah, happy hero, very, very funny. Yeah, Kino, nice. Kino's a different was, level. Was, uh, was Kino a prankster? Oh yeah, you couldn't. I mean, nothing, nothing got by him. He was, he was constantly looking, looking for way to way to have a laugh. So he was. He was a good, good what, locker. What was he up to? Is it like we've seen recently? Like Bernardo Silva gets bullied, right, religiously in the Man City dressing room. Yeah, it's just with Kino's never ending. So a specific thing, I don't know, but it was it was never ending. If he, if you know, if your hair was dry, he'd let you know hair was dry. It was it was nonstop, just banter and making fun of your hair, your any anything you did. He, he likes to, he likes to hammer you. Did you give it back to him? Oh yeah. I mean, it was, it's not much you can. You just you don't want to get in that back and forth with them, but you wait till the right moment and you get them. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you have, you have to wait for wait for the opportune yeah, strike moment. You don't want to be the guy he's constantly hammering. You'll, you'll, have, a, you'll have a tough life. Um, one to three, least like to be stuck in a lift with. Oh, who do you not want to be in the elevator with? Yeah. Kino's gonna panic. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's totally gonna panic. So he's what's he's the worst one. Was it yeah, three? He's at three. Yeah. Three. Is he claustrophobic or? Uh, he'd just freak out. He's a, he's a psychopath. So he's, I'll put him at three. Uh, Bex, I'll put two because you know, he'll just probably just stand there and, uh, I don't know, wait for somebody to get him, his security team. And then Steven Gerrard's going to get us out of there quick. So he's, he's, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll just sit down and I'll know in two, three minutes I'll, I'll be out of there and no, no harm done. Who would you trust to look after your kids, one to three? You know what? I'd trust them all. That's a, that's going to be a tough one. Um, Bex is the ultimate. All three of them are the ultimate family men. So yeah. um, when it comes to families, no, nothing there. So uh, who trusted my kids? Beckham's has a security team with them, so I'll, I'll put him one. <laughs> and then uh, I can't put either of them three. They're all, they're all incredible dads and people, so I'll put both, both of them at two again, sir. Fair. No, we're allow- we'll allow you that one. Yeah. Right. That was, yeah. On the it's, nice it's, ones, we'll give you a break. It's, it's true. I, I would have loved to say love yeah, to say yeah. I didn't trust one of them, but no, they're all the best. Yeah, that's fine. We'll allow that. We are human. Yeah. Um, who would you bring in as your sneaky fox ambassador? Kino one. I think he's, you know, any all karaoke joints. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's, yeah, he might, he'll outshine me, but no, Kino one. I just think he's, uh, you know, as far as laughs go and banter, he's, he's the best. Um, Bex has all his own boozes, so he's probably gonna, he'll probably talk shit about mine, so I'll put him at three. <laughs> he'll probably, he'll try to hype up with Hague, Hague Club. Um, oh, he's a rival, isn't he? Hague, he's a direct rival. He's, he's got a whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah he's a direct rival. Yeah, and he's clever that. too, so he'll, he'll, uh, He'll plug himself, and then uh, yeah, Stevie G's too. He's a great, he's a great guy. Downing a pint the quickest, one to three. Bex is three. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever actually seen him try? Chug one? I don't think so, actually. It's not the air he gives he's, off, is he's, it? He's more of a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I think Stevie G will find a way to win that somehow. And then yeah. Kino's. Uh, I'll put Kino second. And I'm not sure why. For some reason, something's just telling me Stevie G could quietly. Really? Get it done. Quite, yeah, quietly. Yeah. No, everyone be concentrating the other two, and he'd have just done it. And yeah. like, All right, okay, cool. Yeah. When you won championships and titles, I mean, in English football, like traditionally, people do go out and like drink a lot after. Yeah. Is it the same? When, when you've won titles with with Galaxy and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we the two we won, we had a we had a really good time after. How many days did it last? <laughs> Did, oh, the, it, did the, it eclipse the US women? Yeah, I was going to say the USWNT seemed to have been know, on a week-long absolute session, was, and I'm massively I'd, impressed. I'd say four days for sure. Four like hard days of like any sleep. No zero sleep. Four <laughs> days of, of of nonstop go, and then uh, 
the second we won it two years in a row. And the second one, we were actually I was embarrassed by our effort. We were kind of it was like the one night. The next day, we woke up and then we we actually had a uh, postseason trip to Australia. So then we had like a week break and then Australia. We used a week to to go nuts as well. But now we, you know, America, we like to celebrate. So we 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 stretch it out for as long as we can. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, who would you trust to take a match-winning penalty? One to three. Oh man, so I'm in. I got good, good. I, I got good yeah, choices there. Good. Yeah, you have options here. Pretty fire. <laughs> Uh, I got oh man, I any any of the three? I can't answer that one. I'm, did you take pens? I did, yeah, I did. I took a couple with the Galaxy. I only yeah. I never took one over Kino though. I might have taken one over Bex, but never over Kino. <laughs> um, that, might, over, that, Ra- might, that might inform me. I think, I think, I think Robbie, Robbie probably took the most, at least to my I knowledge. Personally, would get, yeah, I I'd have go to. with Keen, I think. To, to I think all three of them are absolutely clutch and yeah. and, and, and huge in big yeah. time moments. Um, I, think, I know Stevie G took some. All three of them did. Beckham's, Beckham's clutch penalty uh, against Argentina at the World Cup is fixed in my mind. And I spoke to Dean about this earlier, but then Dean reminded me that he actually missed one. So it's a really hard one. Yeah, I'll give, I guess I'll give Kino first just purely because I saw him take him. And he, yeah. I drew a penalty for him in the, in the cup final, and he, he made it. So it made me look good. Moments. Um, Moments. Yeah. Yeah. He used to like, remember psych that. out the keeper though, didn't he? Like it was like a mind game. Like with Beckham and Gerrard, I felt they just like picked a spot. It was like bang, that's where it's going. Keane just, I just always felt like would dink it a little bit as well. Like yeah, he watches the goalie, goes watches a little goal, slower. Then, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, it's not three guys you could be more safe with than them three. So, sure. yeah. What was your style? Oh man, I always wanted to go left, so I try to go slow. Watch the goalie. If he wasn't leaning that way, I just go left. And if he was, then I'd go the other way. But I always wanted to go my left, his right. Yeah, fair so. enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, who would win a 100-meter race now? Right now? 100-meter race. I'll put Stevie G's got to still be fit. Um, shit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in all of them. I don't think either of any of them are going to run away with it. Three guys like to keep fit. I, uh, I'll put Stevie G one, Bex two, and I'll put, I'll put Kino three. I bet he's... He's had a couple of pints, and he's, he might be... <laughs> he's too busy I, making jokes. I, I, I bet he's still fit. I bet he could still play right now, but I bet he's carrying more weight than the other guys, yeah, so I'll, I'll put him third. Fat. Uh, Who's the best music taste? Best music taste? Stevie G, third for sure. <laughs> Why? What did he like? I, it was either like something I didn't know, like a random English band or something, no offense, or like or like something poppy. He's got his daughters, and you listen to like... Like Miley Cyrus or something. Uh, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie, is one for sure. His dad was a, a, a great musician, so Robbie still will sing and, and you know he'll, he'll oh, sing yeah. it at any given notice. Um, any classic Irish stuff? Did he? Oh yeah. Did he bring it over? Oh Basically, yeah. Jack. Always. <laughs> yeah. We, we were, we were actually finishing a bit. Jack tried to get on karaoke last night. In Irish, <laughs> we, we were actually we were at Mastro's one time and they have a little piano with the guy singing. It's not karaoke at all, but we were actually with we were with Bex Kino, another one of our friends, Jovan Karofsky. And myself, and we were there, and we got Kino to go sing. And they, they said they'd never let anyone else sing. I think it was because Bex was there, they let him. But yeah, then uh, <laughs> yeah, Robbie the got up and he was singing for Mastro's in, 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 in Hollywood. On the, on the piano as well? No, no, he wasn't on the piano. <laughs> I would have been, been a little impressed, but no, he was just singing, and it was, it was, it was brilliant. So yeah, Robbie won, uh, Stevie G3 for sure, and Bex is, Bex is fine. Bex is probably like made a lot of tracks that we don't know about or produced and there's nothing that man can't do I mean his kid's uh, godfather is Elton John and so he's, he's kind of cheating you know he's, he's, he's like he's got all bases covered yeah. his wife could kind of sing yeah. <laughs> yeah, who covered what was that like in a dressing room who were who the people that always stood out as picking the tracks like someone grabbed the, grabbed the orcs almost and, and pick them up it's always a battle you know you got guys turning off the, the rap music I wasn't a big rap guy but uh, 
You know, we could you, you never settle on anything really until somebody big times like Kino will come in and big time someone, and then you got to leave it. You know, so <laughs> and then you have to listen to Irish music. Exactly. But his, Kino had good. He had good taste. So the, even the, the new music he'd bring in would be good. I can imagine there's a big struggle with the Galaxy now. Is Laton probably playing something terrible, right? <laughs> yeah, I bet he's. That's that locker room's got to be at odds about the music for sure. I think there's a struggle in most dressing rooms. You're right. So yeah. yeah. Um, one final one. He would make the best Avenger. Avenger. Yeah. Wow. Best Avenger. Let's put it. Bex first. Once again, he's gonna have a security team around him, or he's, he's gonna get good advice. He's that Tony Stark character. Isn't yeah, he? he's <laughs> gonna he's gonna find a way to be. Yeah, Tony Stark. I'll put Stevie G second. I think he's once again he's gonna find a way. And Kino's probably uh, Kino's a lover. He's not he's not fighting. So. <laughs> he might not take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, he's know. just gonna find a way out of the fight. He'll yeah. just these guys have got serious responsibility. Yeah. So maybe Kino's not the one. Yeah, Kino's gonna he's gonna find a way out of it. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Well. There we are. First ever quick ranks. Well, first ever quick ranks, but we do need to talk about pizza. We do need yeah. to talk about pizza. I mean, so, we're in Giordano's. We're waiting for our deep dish yeah, to arrive right now. Wait, big expectation, big pressure on this pizza, by the way. Yeah, I mean, listen, I lived in New York for six years, and New York always says they have the best pizza. There's there's no chance. I don't know if you've had New York pizza, but today you're going to yeah. have some Giordano's. And although deep dish isn't necessarily a – not everything the people from here eat. Usually we see regular pizza, but today we're going to – we're yeah, gonna take the uh, traditions rather you're, than you're, the, you're gonna need a wheelbarrow to get out of here for sure. <laughs> it's not. This is not a, a light pizza. We keep um, we keep having lunches and they sort of end up not eating again for the rest of the day. We're like ah, oh. it like fills us up for like twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, it's you're gonna you're gonna see. I mean, it's already a I think a, a stereotype that Americans are a little unfit, especially in your part of the world. So we're, I'm gonna prove that right today. You're gonna, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're, you're gonna see why for sure. What so, are you traditionally going for as your as your choice of pizza? Ah, uh oh. Oh, wow, here it is. Delivering the pizza right now. Thank you, you so very much. Thank you. Con- yeah, so it's huge. Continue. Yeah, what you... <laughs> it, yeah, it, my- it is big. It's, it's a pie. It is... Yeah, this, you, you do not feel good after you eat this, but you, it's, it's good for the soul and you become a better person. That's kind of the... You will not feel good <laughs> after you, 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 become a better, you become a better person, yeah. It's basically a pie. It is, yeah. looks like a pie. As we know from this podcast, I'm obsessed with pizza. Yeah. Dan, are you excited? What, I, mean, I mean, what are your levels of excitement right big. now, mate? They are high, but... Uh, two slices is definitely going to be enough, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Might yeah. be one. <laughs> <laughs> one bold. I'm only small. It's going to be hard for you to not eat it's, but I'm just gonna carry as much on as you can eat. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. And I'm going to leave just feeling so lethargic. But. Yeah, the go-to move is you like put a napkin over it or something when you're done, but then you, eventually you'll take it off. Then you ask for a box and you eat it way home. Yeah, it's, there's, there's no avoiding it, so just embrace it and, and go for it. Well, given that we're here... And given the pizza is here, well, last question. If you had to rank your top three pizza toppings, what would they be? Pizza toppings. I like Jardinera is my. You guys don't have that, but it's like a, it's a hot pepper and it's like a. Does it's it come incredible. With a sauce or like a. Yeah, it could be a side sauce, so they'll, they'll they'll drench it on there, like on the top. Like the, yeah. But it's not actual like an actual pepper. It's like a kind of. It's kind of like chunked up. I, I, okay, I, cool. We're gonna go. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing a terrible job explaining it. Two spinach. Um, for some reason, I love spinach. Then three is sausage. Sausage. Yeah. Nice. We got our three. Well, the pizza's here. Yeah, let's Time to eat. We're yeah. uh, we're gonna kill this interview. But thank you so much to Mike. Obviously, go and follow Mike on all social channels, and also Sneaky Fox Vodka. Yeah. Get involved. Uh, <laughs> Everyone, go and order a bottle. Yeah, go and order yeah. a bottle. We're uh, delighted yeah. to have a new member in the rank squad. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Pleasure. So that's pretty much all we've got time for on this special episode of BR Football Ranks. Look, this is the first time we've been able to get on the road, deliver you two pods in a week, get some really good interviews. We hope you've enjoyed them as much as we have and as much as the guys who seem to have been talking with us have. 
look, we want to do this more often. And the only way that we can do this more often is if the rank squad keeps growing. So here's a little plea from us to you. Please keep telling your friends. Please keep sharing it. And please keep you know going on your friends' phones and subscribing to the pod. The more people we get, the better for us. And it means that we can do these kind of things more often. So apart from that, all that's left to do is to say thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Divock Origi for that wonderful interview at the start. Thank you to Liverpool FC for setting that up. Thank you to Mike McGee for taking us out for a pizza and chatting all things about David Beckham, Robbie Keane, Stephen Gerrard. What a legend. And thank you to you two guys. Thank you, Sam Ty. Thank you. Thank you, Dean Jones. Cheers, mate. I've been Jack Collins. This has been a special episode, Ranks on the Road, BR Football Ranks. Stay tuned, Rank Squad. More coming. 